me tell you why. For the past 10 days, by this time, I would already have meditated for five hours. I know, it's insane. And, uh, and now it would be lunchtime, my final meal of the day. And I've been everywhere in my head. And before, before I left, I, I found this song and I thought, oh, that, that's what represents when you sit and meditate. Nobody, nobody I know, sits and not thinks during meditation. Nobody I know, let alone for this many hours. And I, I had to laugh because David said he'd been meditating for like 10 minutes a day. And I said, so you know exactly how I feel. <laughs> a few years ago, Michelle went and she fell. She stepped in a hole and went down and broke her ankle. This morning, I cut the heck out of my lip. So I know exactly how to <laughs> I stuck my mask in my eye the other night. So not on purpose. I did that with a fork. I, uh, I, uh, I'm used to sitting. <laughs> so anyway, I, I decided to do a 10-day Vipassana silence. And it's not a retreat. And I wanted to pull somebody's eyelashes out, and he said, uh, have a good time on your vacation. <laughs> no, I'm not going on a vacation. It's a course. It's a course. And this was my fifth time. I figured it out this week, because I had time to. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's my fifth time. And I am no more spiritual than anybody uh, because of it. But on my first night there, or the first night there, I heard something, and I don't know if I heard it from, from the course instructor or myself or whatever, but I heard, go through this. And usually it's get through this. Let me get through this. It's one more hour. And for the first three days, I was all about going through. Day four, it was a little getting through. And I had to remind myself over and over again. About every other day I was going to leave, which is normal. I know that's going to happen with this. And it's usually the even days. Day two, day four, day six, day eight. Even day 10 yesterday, I thought, oh, really, I could leave. And I ended up having to leave early this morning, before the final thing this morning because of this. Three in the morning, I was up. I packed everything and you know, stripped my bed, got that all packed, ready to go. And I got in the shower. Now during that shower, I had, I had, now we don't, this doesn't always happen with a negative thought, but I had a considerably negative thought, which I'm not going to tell you what it was. Uh, but it was like somebody bumped my arm and my razor went right across the bottom of my lip. There was a lot of blood. It's shocking how much blood is in your lips. You don't think about these things, but trust me. There's a lot of blood in your lips. And it doesn't, it looks pretty good now, considering what it looked like this morning. Oh, there's just blood everywhere. <laughs> and so I couldn't wear a mask, so they wouldn't let me do the final, the final thing, and everybody's wearing a mask. I respected it, and then I go to leave, and the gate is locked. And I thought, oh, they keep you in here. <laughs> so I went back to the course manager, and he said, oh, you'll have to wait till staff gets here. I said, when will that be? He said, probably a couple hours. Oh, man. 
man, so I can't stay and I can't go. Finally, so I'm just going to go sit in my car and wait till I see somebody come in the gate. Well, I'm sitting in my car and then somebody comes down walking down the driveway and I said to her, do you know who has a key to the gate? She said, oh, it's not really locked. It just looks like it is. Just untangle the chain and you can go. Oh, that's good. <laughs> These little things that keep coming up to distract you from your purpose. Well, they're not out to get us. On Unity, we call it chemicalization. You set out to experience your next good. Well, but nobody thinks this is going to be my next good. Who says falling down in a ditch? Here's the best part. Oh, I'm, I hope, what the heck? You're not doing a talk here anytime soon. When she fell, she didn't haul her out for anybody because she was in the silence. Oh. <laughs> yes. She waved somebody down. Help! I fell in a ditch. No. <laughs> I admire you for that. I don't think I would have done that. I mean, we broke silence yesterday, so it was fine for me to go to the course manager. So, and I, and I, and I, he said, you really, you can't? I said, no, look. He said, I don't want to say it. <laughs> and, uh, but I, I, I finally got to the point where just toilet paper was enough to be on there to, that was a lot of blood. I have a towel covered in blood. I, uh, and I marvel at it. So I, uh, so two things that really, really stood out. One was the go through this rather than get through it. And I, throughout the course of the 10 days, I, many times I heard that go through my head. Sean, go through it, whatever it is. Just go through it rather than getting through it. Because getting through it, you come out on the other side, you don't really know. And, and I was in a lot of meditations because there's three specific ones a day where you are to sit legs crossed hands folded and your eyes closed for one hour each hour each of those three hours at 8 a.m at uh, 2 30 p.m and 6 p.m i've never in all these years made an entire hour without my, opening my eyes never I, I, I can keep my ankles crossed, but the hands and the... And the reason I need to uncross my hands is so I can look at my watch to see how soon this hour is going to be over some days. And, and, it's, and what I found out is it ultimately doesn't matter. I could probably, I'm sure I'd get more out of it if I were able to, but there's nobody mad at me. I'm not going to be punished. I gave up superstition during this because uh, there's no reason to live in superstition about spirit. Like there's, if I, if I, if I do this, uh, then I'll get this. You know, if I take my lucky charm to bingo, then I'm going to win. If I, if I say this word or this incantation, as I like to call it, to in prayer, then I'll get my way if I do this or that. In the course of these 10 days, so many thoughts went through my head. I, you know, everybody I've ever met was there. All of you came to say hello at one point. All of you, at least all the ones I know, probably a couple of you who I didn't know before. 
uh, uh, showed up. You were there, and you were there, and you were there. <laughs> Siri, and it's, I'm not exaggerating. I know it sounds silly, but you were. You were there. Yeah, you all came to say hello at some point or another. And I was glad, grateful for the visit. <laughs> Quite frankly, nobody came to yell at me. Just, hey, Sean, let's talk about things. And you were probably far more interesting than you are now. <laughs> because I was into what you were having to say. Which is great. I, I don't usually do electronics on the, on the pulpit here, but there's a couple of things I jotted down since then that I wanted to bring up. Yeah, go through. Yeah. The second night, I stuck my mask in my eye. It hurt. <laughs> Did a lot of grieving for a friend of mine who died. Day three, broccoli tumble. Oh, it was so delicious. <laughs> the food was phenomenal during this. I am nowhere close to being a vegetarian, and it was all vegetarian. Now, this was a combination English and Thai. Not the food, but the people. Uh, and, so, and I'm told that that week is the food's always better. I found that on Saturday when we broke the... But I've always enjoyed the food, and there's certain things I I really look forward to. The baked tempeh, the baked marinated tempeh. And they didn't have it on the day it said on the sheet. They finally had it on Friday. I was thrilled. Their macaroni and cheese is so good. There were... They had a pad thai one day, vegetable pad thai. Boy, it was almost so lovely. They never had the pad thai before. Chocolate chip cookies. I mean, there were all sorts of wonderful things. But who thinks... Oh, a broccoli tumble. <laughs> it's so good and considering 11 a.m. is your last meal of the day I could have a cup of tea at five ah uh, because I'm I'm an old student it has nothing to do with my age it has to do with if you've done this once you become an old student and so you're no longer allowed a piece of fruit with your tea at five o'clock anyway more, more moving on uh, Arg, I forgot about day four. I always think I'm ready for the day four initiation. So then you go into Vipassana, and it, it's just painful. I remember one year, it was, it was my second year, and I could still sit on the floor for the whole time then. But by the, after the first year, I figured out a way to be comfortable on that floor all day. So I arranged the pillows a certain way, and I, that, I think I had a backrest at that point. Now I sit in a chair. I just, I can't do the sitting up and down. So I... Uh, but that, yeah, I remember I'm sitting there. It's like two in the afternoon. I think we do that. Maybe three. Or you're going to go into Vipassana. And I can't explain that. You have to, I, I encourage you to do a 10-day sit. They won't let you do a shorter one for a first time. So I'm sitting there. And I remember, oh, I got this. I am fine. So the seconds are coming up here. Suddenly, I get a pain that starts around here in my leg, and it starts going up through my butt and into my back. And I thought, oh, dear Lord, I can't stay. I can't do this. This is too much. This is too much. And suddenly, a guy from over there ran over to, to the door, and he's standing there looking around. and still his hand and fist like, what? And I thought, oh, he's doing what I want to do. And I silently thanked him for doing it for me so I didn't have to be the one that people were talking about today. <laughs> this guy in a neon shirt got up and ran to the door, and uh, I didn't have to be that one. 
And I, I, I have been grateful to him ever since. There's something about that day for you that, oh, I got this link now. I know what's going to happen. And you don't know what's going to happen. When you are surrendering over, and I call it day four, the, our commitment to our next good. Because it's, it's, it's the day you go from just focusing on one very tiny spot on your body, like right here is where they have you focused for a few days, to day four is when it's going to become an entire body thing. And, 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 and I can see where it's, remember, at that point, remember, let me tell you, <coughs> the purpose of Vipassana is to eradicate all craving, all aversion, and all ignorance. It's a big order. And it does not happen in one 10-day sit. No, at least nobody I know of has said, oh, I became a master after my first time. <laughs> I met a guy Saturday. He was in his second sit in four months. And I said, usually they won't let you do that more than once a year. He said, I got special permission. He's working towards monkhood. He's, he's going from computer design or software design. He wants to become a monk. And the, teacher, and the teacher's working with him and mentoring him already. And I thought, oh, I admire you. And then I sat next to a guy, and these, one, these people sat in front of me. And there's another lesson about that, watching people. But these guys could come down. Yeah, I was in the second row against the wall, but these guys, they just come down, and they cross, the, and they go right down, a, a pillow about this high under their butt, and they go right out. They go right in, and stay that way for the whole hour. Unless their eyes were open when mine were closed. But I have a feeling they weren't. And, and this one guy found out he had been a monk. And he has done Vipassana 19 times. And I thought, I am very impressed. Very, very impressed with that. Again, it doesn't make him more spiritual than any of us. But... He's doing it because it makes him a better him. And he said he wants to teach. How wonderful. And his brother was there doing it for the first time. And they were as friendly as could be. Because, remember, you have to make, <laughs> you have to make people up during this thing because you're not visiting. So you see people around and you just have to make them up. There was a very tall man, I assume of Thai descent, and uh, his name was Kitty Pong. Unusual name. I saw it written on a thing, Kitty Pong. Kitty Pong. In fact, one day the instructor, the instructor every few days calls us up in, in like groups of three or four to see how we're doing, making progress. And I remember the first day he called up all the, the old students and they called up there and they went, Kitty Pong? <laughs> now, I'm not going to say his last name because I don't want to break his anonymity. Uh, you know, I don't want you to get confused with all the other kitty pongs you know. <laughs> <laughs> and his last name must be six syllables. I, I, so, I, couldn't, I couldn't tell you what it is, to be honest with you. But it, it was a long, very, it was a long name. And uh, he was one of those ones, young, that just sat down and went right in. <clears throat> But right in. And I could pretend to go right in. Well, actually, I was good at going right in. It was staying in was the problem for me. But anyway, anyway, there's more. There's more. Just a little bit more of this before I make my real point. 
Mac and cheese, delicious. <laughs> I've gotten so bored, I don't care much. <laughs> Every day seems like a good day to leave. <laughs> I committed to the whole ten. Wait around for the miracle, Sean. Pad Thai, very nice surprise. Oh, on day eight, I woke up with what I felt like a stone in my eye. I forgot about that one. And I came out in the shower. It didn't come out. It came to light in the shower. Uh, I, it ended up scratching my eye. I, it was like, oh, my God, what the hell am I going to do here? Finally, I got, got a wet washcloth that did warm compresses, and uh, it dissolved, I guess you would call it, but it scratched my, my eyeball for a little while. And that was uh, stuff. Oh, yeah, green bee stir-fried, not so good. <laughs> now... The thing that really impressed me the most within the teachings, and it came out the first day, it's in the literature, and it says, take no notice. Take no notice of what your fellow meditators are doing. And be sure not to create any disturbances in your fellow meditators. Do you know how much we compete with other people? Well, look what they're doing. How come they're getting away with it? Like I got asked to turn I, I for the video discourse. When I was there last time, I was I could turn my chair around the TV. This year, I was told, please turn it back, look straight ahead. And so I had to kind of look this way for the video, and I was a little offended. And I thought, but that guy turned his pillow. But I take no notice. Take no notice. The peace that can prevail. When we take no notice, if somebody wants to speed down the highway, take no notice. Do not let it disturb your peace. If somebody is doing something you don't approve of, now we're not talking about that they're beating someone up in the street. You might need to take notice in that and, and pitch in. But we're take no notice if somebody isn't doing it your way. Take no no. I I I was so impressed that there there are there's a kindness that we can have for each other and empathy. And the reason we take no notice, and they're very clear about it, someone may not yet be ready to surrender to their good. They may not yet be ready to give it over to your standard. An old student doesn't make you necessarily better at this. It just means you've sat through one 10-day course. It doesn't say an old, wiser student. It says an old student. And so that's how, how they discern the difference for a lot of things. This was the most unsocial course I've ever done because of COVID. We had to wear a mask all the time, except in your room or outside. Uh, and even in the dining hall, they everybody had their own individual table. And mine sat facing the wall. So I was more isolated than ever. But we weren't looking at each other. And you could take your mask off, of course, while you eat. But if you get up to get something, please put your mask back on. And they've only ever had one case of COVID since. 
since they went back to having courses and they're still only operating at 60% instead of 100%. And I encourage all of us to begin paying attention, paying attention to our judgments, our competitive nature. And um, what I'm talking about is foolish competition that we think somebody's getting away with our good, that somebody is on my lawn and I want them off my lawn and imagine if you will that the Christ in you is awakened the Buddha spirit is awakening you the light is awakened the superconscious mind is awakened in you and you can suddenly see them as yourselves I almost said yourselves and that another problem but see them as yourself imagine just imagine if you were free of your judgments of your neighbors of your co-workers and yourself if you didn't have to be guilty anymore so I sat there this week realizing there's nobody here waiting to catch me doing something wrong there's nobody peeking around the corner to see if I am not following the rules. If I don't follow the rules, I experience the effects of that. But if nobody else is taking notice, they're not disturbed. I have not disturbed the peace. You know, that's why if I go into their room and bang around, that's another story. But... For me to do as I see fit, I saw guys, because the men and women are kept separate the whole time, I saw guys walking around during meditation time, not those one-hour sits, but the other times where you're allowed to be in your room or in the hall or in, in the pagoda. And the pagoda. I don't need to explain the pagoda. Go, go there, you'll find out. It's wonderful. Uh, but I would often be in my own room and I'd be sitting on my bed up, meditating or not meditating. And I'd see guys walking around outside. And there was no invitation to be walking around outside. And a few years ago, I remember one teacher, he had them, don't do that. But nobody cared this trip. Nobody was told, don't do that. We're all adults. It didn't hurt anybody because sometimes it's just too hard. Sometimes it's just too hard to be myself with my thoughts and my way of living. And I would like compassion for myself, at least from myself. How many of us are, are kind to ourselves all of the time? How many of us? I don't know, there's no hands going up. Listen to this. I took a picture of this. So I was getting my booster shot a week and a half ago. This was at a CVS. And it says, and this is on a chalkboard, and it said, today you could be standing next to someone who is really trying their best not to fall apart. So whatever you do today, do it with kindness in your heart. 
Take no notice of what you don't like about the person sitting next to you. Take no notice. That is the best advice I have been given in so long. Oh, man, I interrupted a lot of judgment calls in this past 10 days by reminding us, take no notice of that, Sean. Take no notice. You know, look at the people you admire and say, hmm. And I never once thought, oh, they're so much better than me. They're so much more spiritual than I am. Never once. I just admired that it was so easy for them to get down on the ground and go into meditation. I thought, ah, that is wonderful. Now, how can I, in my chair, meditate as best I can? It's not my place to teach you Vipassana. I'm sharing an experience. I recommend anybody and everybody to take this course. You have to schedule an advance. You can go on their website. and it's But it's a commitment. <clears throat> and it's hard. It's really hard. Because you will find out you don't know who you are. And you can become grateful for that. It's like, oh, I'm not who I thought I was. I don't know who I am. <laughs> but I'm not who I thought I was. And, uh, and the scariest part is, oh no, I am nothing. And if you keep practicing, you'll become glad that I am nothing. What's the story David loves to tell us about? There, there's, there's two wise and learned monks. They're having a discussion at the abbey, we'll call it. And uh, and there and one is affirm, I am nothing. And the other affirms, I am nothing. And and the, the janitor comes by, he's mopping up, and he says, I am nothing. And then so now look who thinks he's nothing. <laughs> Competing for our nothingness. It's a status symbol. To be nothing. No thing. But we're all no thing. We're not a thing. But it's uncomfortable until it isn't, and even then it gets uncomfortable again, to realize, oh, I'm not an object. I'm not a thing. I don't need to be labeled and boxed in to what I thought I was supposed to be, I, you know, or what I'm afraid I might be. And we don't need to take our God or our higher power, whatever you want to call it, of understanding. We don't need to put it in a box. We don't need to define it. When I say God is omnipresence, that just means presence itself. Now I have to let go of what I think presence is, but I can relax and feel surrounded by something good. <clears throat> and omniscience, I can feel that I am filled with wisdom itself. And so therefore, I know things that I didn't know before. And omnipresence, omniscience, omnipotence, there we go, power, omnipotence. 
They realize there is a force that works through me and all beings. And I'd like to use it for good. How can I do that today? And suddenly, because I know things, I get ideas. Has anybody here ever had an idea? <laughs> there we go. And you didn't know where it came from, but just suddenly you were inspired. Oh, I could do it that way. And that's why we never again have to use the words, I need to figure it out. It is figured out. I just need to sit and open it up to, oh, it is within me to know. And sometimes the within me to know is to know who to ask to do it for me. Because I'm not interested in learning how to do many things on this earth. Many things of this earth do not interest me at all. Now we were at Scott and Jody's pool not so long ago. Jody knows how to get the frogs out of the pool. It did not interest me to get the frogs out of the pool. <laughs> the know-how for that. By the way, I brought people today. Uh, just letting you know. Next week's Friendship Sunday. You guys have to come back. <laughs> I want to end here. To realize we've all been everywhere in our mind. We all have thoughts and we all have ideas. And I beg of you, the next time you want to affirm, I don't know, interrupt it and say, it is within me to know. It is within me to know how to heal. It is within me to know how to be. It is within me to know how to be kind and generous. And it is within me to know that I have a source and I don't need to define it. Talk is called going all the way, going in and going through. And uh, let's take every day and go in and go all the way through. Thanks for sharing this with me today. Mm -hmm.